All right. And let's go ahead and get something up and active. Uh, Folks on the Patreon may have noticed uh, the last month I went ahead and made free. I just uh, did not think that um, I really delivered a month that should be charged for. All right. And also, there we go. And video recording. Jesus Christ. Let's get it all up and moving here. Okay. 2.53 in the a.m. I've got to get to this gosh darn shift here. All right. Uh... Fucking New Orleans rapper Mystical. Alright, we've heard this name before. We've been hearing this name for well over two decades. And this report is from August 1st, 2022. Why is it new? New Orleans rapper Mystical arrested for rape will stay in jail. Judge denies bond. Yet again third that we know of uh mystical a rapper from new orleans who has been accused of sexual assault twice in the past two decades was booked on new charges after a woman reported being raped at his capital area home over the weekend arrest records say uh michael tyler that's mystical a 52 year old individual better known by his stage name was arrested Sunday and booked on several charges, including first-degree rape and false imprisonment. In a bond hearing Tuesday afternoon, an Ascension Parish judge determined that uh, Michael Tyler, mystical, uh, will be held without bond. The rapper shook his head in uh, disagreement, often during the hearing, especially as a detective described the alleged rape. Quote, We're extremely disappointed that the judge decided he needed to hold Mr. Tyler without bond, said uh, Roy Mahan, Michael Tyler's attorney. An arrest warrant detailed the violent assault, which uh, he acted out, they put happened, he acted out Saturday and involved an acquaintance who was visiting Tyler's home in Prairieville. The document said Tyler accused the woman of stealing $100 cash from her from him before punching her, choking her, pulling braids out of her hair, and taking her keys and phone to prevent her from leaving. The victim said she began um, looking all over Tyler's home for the missing money, hoping it would uh, calm him down. Uh, During the search, she told deputies she stumbled upon a uh, crystalline substance in a drawer. I do not know what that is which investigators believe, uh, oh, may have been meth, okay? Uh, The woman also described uh, Michael Tyler as going through a bizarre mood swings, one moment berating her over the missing money, and the next becoming very apologetic and asking her to pray with him. It's at that point that Michael Tyler reportedly asked the woman if uh, if he could feel her. When she refused, the victim was pushed onto the bed and forcibly raped. After the assault, the report said uh, Michael Tyler, mystical, again demanded the victim return the missing $100 through Cash App and gave the woman her phone so she could pay him. While she was setting up the payment, Tyler allegedly took the phone back, entered the amount of $150, and sent the payment to himself. After that, he gave the phone back and the woman was finally allowed to leave. As the victim drove away, 
She phoned a friend who, ag who agreed to meet her at a Baton Rouge hospital. Very sexual assault kit was performed on the victim, and deputies found injuries consistent with her description of the attack. Michael Tyler previously faced similar allegations in 2004 after sexually assaulting a hairstylist. New outlets reported he spent six years in prison following the arrest and registered as a sex offender upon his release. He was arrested again in 2017, surrendering himself to police after learning there was a warrant out for his arrest related to an assault that allegedly, they put the word happened, that he acted out in a Shreveport casino. Tyler was released from jail on a $3 million bond. His full list of charges includes first-degree rape, false imprisonment, domestic abuse, battery, strangulation, simple robbery, and simple criminal damage to property. Donovan Jackson, Jackson with the Ascension Parish Sheriff's Office, said despite his uh, fame, he's not being treated differently. Quote, he didn't show the victim any sympathy, and he won't get any sympathy or special treatment. He will be in general population and incarcerated like anyone else, end quote. After searching Tyler's home, deputies said they found multiple drugs. Tyler will be booked on additional charges for the possession of methamphetamines, marijuana, Xanax, heroin, and drug paraphernalia. And in the wine cellar, we still say every rapist is a serial rapist. All right, let's um, head on forward here. Have my video recording in action. Yes, audio recording up and active. And that was from my show notes. Now we get to Phoenix Kaleeder's show notes here. And... We have a corrections officer sold uh, male inmates keys to a women's holding area for $1,000 facilitating rape. Let's, uh, let's see here. So uh, women incarcerated in a... Um, <clears throat> oop, check my video there. Good. Women incarcerated in an Indiana were allegedly raped, assaulted, and harassed after a jailer sold access to their housing area for $1,000. The allegations have spurred multiple lawsuits per a detailed report from Law and Crime, including one filed this week that alleges not a single jail officer intervened during the evening of October 23rd and the early hours of October 24th of last year. A now former corrections officer identified as David Lowe, L-O-W-E. A uh, prior lawsuit filed in June is alleged to have provided male inmates with a key to the women's area of the jail, which is also reported to be one of the sites used in the A&E reality show 60 Days In. So they've been monetizing these victims. Uh, per the report, at, uh, at least 28 women have filed civil rights suits in connection with the alleged violence, which is said in documents um, 
from last month to have caused terrific physical and psychological injuries to the victims. The newest suit filed Monday sees eight uh, Jane Doe's taking action against multiple defendants, including Clark County Sheriff Jamie Noel, the aforementioned Lowe, and several other unknown officers pursuit multiple systemic uh, failures facilitated multiple males being given free run of the Clark County Jail for an extended period of time described as a night of terror for the victims. On October 23rd and 24th, the suit alleges numerous male detainees used the keys they are accused of having purchased from Mr. Lowe to enter the pods used for housing women in the jail, at which point they are accused of having raped, assaulted, harassed, threatened, and intimidated multiple women. A report from the news outlet WXIN, they told us that uh, this past week, a former jailer who is listed in an online court records in the state of Indiana versus David Lowe case is facing charges including official misconduct of a public servant, trafficking with an inmate, and aiding in escape is set to begin trial this November. Plaintiffs in the latest suit are also requesting a trial by jury. Complex has reached out to attorneys listed in related court documents for additional comment. This post may be updated. It's going to have to as it tends to go. It's a years-long, years-growing story here. And moving on uh, forward a bit there, let's get a bit of this audio. This was a complete and utter breakdown of the one thing that you should be rely, you should be able to rely upon jails to provide, and that's security. And when that happens in the night, men crashing through the door, and you have zero control from that moment on, maybe you can start to understand the damages these women went through. 13 investigates reached out to the Clark County Sheriff's Office today, and they told us they don't comment on pending litigation. But they did tell us that David Lowe was investigated and arrested the night of this alleged incident. His felony case goes on trial in September. If you want to read the civil lawsuit, we've got it for you on WTHR.com. Jail guard. Yep, yeah, check out those, uh, those smaller news outlets there, all right? And let me uh, check my audio. I am feeling it. All right. Outstanding and or fantastic. Let's move it on forward with uh, the show notes I have from Phoenix Collider. A sergeant is charged with felony battery after he grabbed an officer by the neck during an arrest in Florida. All right. So we've got a little uh, blue on blue uh, violence here taking place. Let's uh, hop to it and mob through it, as it were. All right, and we have this article up by Melissa Alonzo for the folks down at CNN, published July 25th, 2022. A, uh, a Sunrise, Florida police sergeant seen in body cam video grabbing another officer by the neck last year has been charged in connection with the incident, authorities said. The sergeant of 47-year-old Christopher Pauliz and Jesus Christ. Yeah, Phoenix Kalita told me this was an update. I remember saying his name, Pauliz. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this one. 
Yes, this is indeed an update. All right. So 47-year-old Christopher Police uh, was charged with four crimes for his conduct, including battery and assault on a law enforcement officer, according to the statement from the Broward State Attorney, Harold F. Pryor. During the arrest of another individual, police is accused of intentionally touching or striking the female police officer against her will, assaulting her by holding pepper spray up to her face and assaulting the civilian male by holding pepper spray to his face. End quote from the state attorney's statement. He also faces a charge of tampering with evidence, it said. Quote, Sergeant Christopher Police was involved in an incident in November 2021 that led to a joint criminal investigation that was conducted by the Sunrise Police Department and the Broward State Attorney's Office. Sunrise Police said in a statement Thursday, Sergeant Police has been on administrative leave throughout the course of the investigation. Administrative leave... I, I, I want to see I need to see more of these stories about these pigs on administrative leave. I want to see if there's a trend of the word paid being left out in some articles. I don't know. I want to know if it's paid or unpaid. Like prefix that, please. All right. The incident was first brought to a light by a CNN affiliate back in January, according to the Sunrise Police Press. The uh, SPD chief, Anthony W. Rosa, who spoke to the news outlet exclusively, said at the time he felt it was necessary to show the public the body cam video of the incident. Um, He said, quote, it is vital to be transparent. And yeah, that's that same old ass patriarchy. Like even if you're a white woman cop. Right, and you can shoot niggers alongside the white man, but that white man's still gonna fuck you up. Like the patriarchal values and the misogyny permeates every single thing. Like trying to side up with that fascism is not going to stop you from being a victim of it because that fascism, they call it Western chauvinism. They literally say that. That is what they call themselves. All those proud boys and all these new school fascists call themselves Western chauvinists, patriarchs. And sometimes they think they just got to choke you up, show you what time it is. It's fucking brutal. And I mean, like what? White women are 50% of white people. Shit, man, you get all the white women to fucking abandon that white man patriarchy shit, and then you have all the white males that are relatively progressive liberal. There aren't that many white men that want to keep this shit upheld. I mean, they can, you know, redacted. (laughs) It could be done, all right? Just saying, they can be handled, right? It's not, we're not dealing with the impossible here. Very possible, completely an option to, you know, go ahead and handle that. Have a much better society. And I think it could be done relatively quickly. Like, we're talking, what, like 72 hours? There's not that many of them. All right. <laughs> so, uh, let's see what else uh, Phoenix Kalita has for me here. 
as she was like, listen, here, Mr. Buddy Chief, you better get in there and record something. All right, parents of a teen battling cancer forced to take out loans to pay for gas. My goodness. All right, let's uh, take a, uh, a glance on over there. So, uh, article up by Andrew Court, published July 21st, 2022. Time of recording this, 3.09 in the a.m. I've got to get to that shift. Jeepers, creepers, and chimney sweepers. All right, uh, an Indiana couple has been forced to take out high-interest loans to pay for gas to drive their daughter, who was battling cancer, to, uh, to treatment. Uh, Keith and Annalisa Vincent were left devastated when their 15-year-old daughter, Ginger, was diagnosed with bone cancer last year and quickly arranged uh, to have her have chemotherapy and surgeries to beat the disease. However, as the family, uh, they reside in rural Indiana, the closest treatment services are located more than an hour's drive away. For the past 12 months, Keith and Annalise, who also have two other children, have been transporting Ginger to her appointments every other day. Last year, the family uh, forked out around $100 a week for the journeys. Now, due to the surging cost of gas, they're paying upwards of $200 a week to get Ginger to her life-saving treatments. In a heartbreaking interview, Keith and Annalise told CBS News that they can't afford the price hike and have turned to loans to cover the cost. Looks like as Keegan's treatments will go into next year. President Biden proposed a three-month federal gas tax holiday. That would save drivers about 18.4 cents a gallon for regular unleaded. I asked University of Michigan economic forecaster Daniel Manayankov if he thinks the proposal goes far enough to help consumers. He said, I, I don't really give a shit what that nigga thinks. Like, the people need mutual aid now, not later? Well, let's see. Maybe maybe you'll say that. As he doesn't even think it will come up for a vote. So the- okay, he doesn't even think it'll come up for a vote. That's good. The most recent developments in the oil market, I think, may actually provide more relief because we have seen the price of the barrel of a barrel of oil come down more than 10 percent in the last couple of days. And once that drop in the price of a barrel of oil filters down to prices at the pump, Manayankov says that will probably translate to a 40 or 50 cent decline per gallon. He says it's perhaps a little more impactful than a gas tax holiday for families like the surgeons. Traveling down there every single day does take a toll. Governor Whitmer put out a statement in response to the president's federal gas and diesel tax holiday proposal. She said in part, quote, if we suspend the Michigan sales tax on gas and also get this done, we can save families nearly 50 cents a gallon right now. Oh, man, uh, folks. We're waiting for votes. We vote and then we wait for the people that we vote for to vote. The people need aid now, not like laterly. Goodness and or gracious. Uh, Continuing here. Uh, Quote, at the end of the day, I say, wait a minute. We do not have money for gas, so I end up like going for the instant cash. That's our best friend right now, end quote from Annalise. Jesus, so like those, um, it sounds like those, uh, those hucksters, right? Those cash advance corner block motherfuckers. Whew, 
Um, Ginger also spoke with CBS News, saying she has noticed the increased gas prices taking a toll on her parents. Uh, quote, having to watch them say, we have to pay this bill, we have to pay that, and I'm downstairs and I hear all of that. It just seems so stressful and I feel bad for them. Uh, end quote. Whew. To uh, cut down on the long and expensive journeys, the family has been staying at a Ronald McDonald house in uh, northern Indiana. The charity told CBS News that there are many other families in the uh, same boat as the Vincents, which um, uh, which added demand for their services since gas prices started soaring. I had an offer to work at um, one of those places when I was with the Boston Market Corporation, like one of the ones for... Um, it was literally just a free meal restaurant. They mostly had like meatloaf sandwiches. Like it was a limited menu free meal restaurant just for... Um, for you know children with you know diseases i think the language is terminal and uh yeah i I had an opportunity to work down at one of those but the commute was overwhelming but i think that would have been um constructive uh continuing ginger was once a student athlete uh recently underwent lung surgery and is still receiving chemotherapy herself her dad, um, Keith, candidly admitted that, uh, quote, it's tough, end quote, to see his daughter wasting away in bed. Ugh, that's the language. Uh, I ain't even, you know, speaking on your own family, I get it. Uh, wasting away in bed, but says he's willing to do whatever it takes to help her get healthy again. Quote, people have certain bickerings every day, uh, trials, rent, food, but you kind but you kind of like work it out he stated but when you get cancer that kind of stuff fades away man uh fucking and then on top of that yeah he just mentioned rent so the gas the fucking check cash in place is exploiting the fucking rent blowing the fuck up and niggas is like yo Inflation is because y'all niggas got $600 a long time ago. What you get $600 for, yo? <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. My goodness, man. Let's get a uh, let's get a little bit of this um, audio here. So we have to pay that. And I'm downstairs and I hear all of that. It just seems so stressful and I just feel bad for them. We're just hoping that one day, you know, the government can do something about this economy, of, about the gas prices, because they have the power. We're flyover country, so if it doesn't hit New York or Washington or California, they, they give you good lip service, but they don't uh, really understand. The Vincents say they're keeping their eyes on what matters. People have certain bickerings everyday trials oh rent food you know but you kind of like work it out um when you got cancer that kind of stuff fades away the big picture is her this family is so incredible the yeah this shit is fucking grisly yeah all right uh phoenix kalita show notes here uh you know that the, the stories are worth covering. They should be covered up. All right, taking a look here. <clears throat> uh, I'm coming off of Fox 5, Washington, D.C. 
article up. Uh, it really, it's it just says Fox and D, Fox Five DC digital team. Uh, man shot by wife in DC hotel room, charged with multiple child sex abuse offenses. A man who was shot by his wife in a DC hotel room after she alleged uh, he was molesting children at her Maryland daycare has has been arrested. Uh, the Baltimore County officials confirm. So. The Baltimore County State's Attorney Office says James Weems Jr. has been arrested on the following charges. Three counts of sexual abuse of a minor. Three counts of third-degree sex offense. Three counts of fourth-degree sex offense. Three counts of second-degree sex offense. One count of displaying obscene material to a minor. Uh... Shant, uh, Shantiri, uh, Shantiri Weems, a 50-year-old individual of uh, Randallstown, Maryland, is uh, facing assault and firearm charges after police say she shot her husband and then barricaded both of them inside their room at the Mandarin um, Oriental Hotel last week. The Baltimore Police Department has confirmed that Weems' husband is James Weems Jr., a former officer. Ah, former... Uh, court documents uh, claim that Weems told officers that she had been married to Weems Jr. for five years and that they live in Baltimore. Weems said she owns a child care center in the Baltimore County and that she had recently received multiple calls from parents of the daycare accusing her husband of molesting their children. Fox is told Child Protective Services shut the center down days before the shooting and teachers about the alleged abuse that set her off. Supporters tell me that Weems has yet to create any kind of fundraiser to help cover her legal bills, but several have already been established in her name and very quickly erased by GoFundMe. In Southwest D.C., Bruce Lachan, WUSA 9. When I saw you here last night, we told you about a... All right. And... Hopping it forward. All right. The folks down at Hyundai in Alabama. Very fitting. Fitting makes sense, right? I think it make it makes sense to me. It makes sense to you. This is like the ultimate trigger warning episode. Oh, and uh, wait a second. What is happening here? There we are. All right. I thought this might end up behind a paywall here. Uh, coming off of the MiamiHerald.com. Article up by Moira Ritter, published August 2nd, 2022. Very recent. A Hyundai owner is suing the car maker uh, following accusations that it used child labor in production. The lawsuit against Hyundai Motor America and Hyundai Motor Company says that the plaintiff and other Hyundai owners and leasees would not have purchased or rented their vehicles if they knew child labor was used in production. The suit was filed July 28th by a Hyundai owner in California, court documents show. It follows a July 22nd Reuters report that said Smart Alabama LLC, a Hyundai subsidiary in Alabama, responsible for supplying parts for the carmaker's Montgomery assembly line, used child labor at a metal stamping plant. The family of three underage workers, 
the family of three underage workers area area police that is a weirdly put together sentence something went wrong there area police and workers at the uh, metal stamping plant operated by smart alabama llc told reuters that the plant employed children as young as 12 years old the report says i don't know after 2025 that might just be freedom in a July 22nd email in response to the report, a Hyundai spokesperson told McClatchy News <clears throat> that the company, quote, does not tolerate illegal employment practices, end quote, and complies with the uh, local, state, and federal law. The company did not immediately respond to requests for comment about the lawsuit. According to the lawsuit, Hyundai knew or should have known about Smart's use of illegal labor, and it had a duty to alert consumers. By using child labor, the carmaker also engaged in unfair and fraudulent business, the lawsuit said. The plaintiff's attorney did not immediately respond to McClatchy News' request for comment. Yeah, don't know why. All right. Who knows? We'll, 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 we'll never figure that one out. All right. And off to the old closer. It is 322 in the AM. I got to get to this shift, buddy. I think I need to at least be there by about 415 AM. And then I'll be off the shift at uh, 3 PM. But there's a, it's Thursday. So I have another uh, six hours after that. It's fun stuff. All right. Uh, coming off of Salon.com for some reason uh, with an article up by Igor Darish. Ah, salon isn't horrible. I just, uh, I don't really go to Salon. I think it's because they'd be publishing Bob Seska. I think that's what, like I heard Bob Seska was publisher and I was just like, ah, I don't really read Salon. But nah, Salon's not terrible. I mean, obviously they're partisan, but they're okay. Uh, DNC platform committee votes to reject Medicare for all despite overwhelming support from voters. And for the folks looking at the video, that's why that's what you see. This is all that I could find that I thought would be fitting for this story. For those listening to the audio, the videos at Mr. Williams Laborhood YouTube. The Democratic National Committee's pl uh, platform committee on Monday blocked Medicare for all from the party's draft platform, despite polls showing overwhelming support for the proposal from voters. The platform committee voted 125 to 36 to reject the single-payer pl single plan during a virtual meeting. The panel also rejected separate proposals to expand Medicare to children and all people over 55, as well as a proposal calling for the legalization of marijuana. All right. Democrats, the anti-pot party... <laughs> polls have shown that a majority of voters including more than 85% of Democrats support Medicare for all 
um, exit polls during the primaries consistently showed that even most voters who backed presumptive Democratic nominee Joe Biden over Senator Bernie Sanders want a Medicare for all system. Multiple studies have found that switching to a single payer system would greatly reduce the amount of this article is like, hey, niggas. What you already knew, that's the thing. But, you know, I think uh, this is this is the best we're going to get. It's just not getting better than this. Uh, continuing, right? Uh, more of that video fun stuff. Uh, <clears throat> the platform, which is largely symbolic but serves as an official marker for the party's priorities, will still be voted on by nearly 4,000 Democratic delegates by mail ahead of the virtual Democratic National Convention next month. How the fuck do I become a delegate? I want to delegate some shit to these whack-ass niggas. Uh, More than 600 delegates have vowed to oppose any platform that does not include Medicare for All, including the Wall Street Journal. According to, excuse me, I said including, according to the Wall Street Journal, opponents of uh, Medicare for All argued that the platform was heavily based on the draft produced by a task force of the Biden and Sanders supporters. Hey. Anyone who says I'm a Sanders supporter, like, that means they support every policy that Sanders puts forth. So shut the fuck up, Bernie bros. Uh, We have a quote here from Chris Jennings, who was a former aide of President Barry Hussein and William Jefferson Clintonian. Uh, Quote, The language that we supported in the Biden-Sanders Utility Task Force was agreed by all members. It's a part of the strongest health care language in the Democratic Party's history, end quote, uh, from what he told the folks at the Wall Street Journal. But Patrice Cullors, a co-founder of the Black Lives Matter movement, um, they should really stop using movement. It's a 501c3 um, charitable organization. It's not a movement. It's just... Come on, write better. Uh, well, who, who's the homie that wrote this article? Igor Derish, nigga. Write, write, write better, nigga. You're, you're better than that. Come on, cuz. Uh, continuing. Um, uh, so, co-founder of the Black Lives Matter 501c3 organization, charitable organization, argued that the platform did not go far enough on health care and other issues, such as racial disparities and shifting funding from the police to social services. Uh, quote from uh, Patrice Cullors, Can any of you here truly stand up and say, my party is the party of the principles? The Democratic Party of today will be remembered as the party of complicity, the party that refused to sacrifice its own, cre- uh, its own creature comforts its own creature comforts? All right. Sacrifice its own creature comforts and material securities to ensure it walked the walk. I've never heard of creature comforts before. Uh, but end quote. Though Sanders' uh, signature uh, signature issue was blocked from the draft platform, the Vermont senator reasserted his vow to support Biden during a call with the delegates last week. Quote, 
there is uh, no more important issue than coming together. Now I understand we do not agree with Joe Biden on all of the issues. Believe me, I know that. I ran against Joe Biden. But at this moment, what we need to do is engage in a coalition, coalition politics with the goal of defeating Trump. End quote. Sanders supporter, this is how we prefix this person, Judith Whitmer, the chair of the Nevada delegation, is leading an effort to vote down the platform over its exclusion of Medicare for all. However, she acknowledged that the move was unlikely to succeed. Quote, I will be honest with you. That's how she, that's how she talks as well. I will be honest with you. It's not that we expect we are going to be able to stop the DNC from doing what they want to do. We want to make a statement about how important this issue is to the majority of the national delegates and to the people that we represent, end quote. Other Sanders supporters condemned the panel for voting down the amendment on Twitter. They can go fuck themselves. Progressive groups like the Progressive Democrats of America and uh, RootsAction.org are circulating a petition urging delegates to vote against the platform. The sea change that is underway could swell as a result of this initiative. End quote from uh, Norman Solomon, who heads RootsAction.org and serves as a Sanders delegate from California in a quote to the folks at Doobadoop at Politico. Uh, it's reasonable. Uh, it's a reasonable hope that the historians will look back at the next couple of weeks as a time when hundreds of delegates stepped forward and said, quote, this is a red line for a humane society and we're not going to stop saying so. All right. All right I guess I can't really uh, can't really uh, beef with that. Let's see here. So, um, booba doop boop. Solomon said, uh, the, um, uh, the interpart, the intra party fight has nothing to do with Biden's candidacy. Intra is not used enough as a prefix. Uh, quote, we are going to fight like hell for Biden, he said, and there's no contradiction between doing that and supporting this pledge. I think they're just not going to do it. And there's really no way around that. They really just don't seem to care and they're not incentivized to because the name of the job is representative, but that's merely just a job title, right? Like, in capitalism, there's sort of just that individual thing of just, hey, get money. I just need to get mine. And really, at the uh, salary that they get and then the stipends they can get paid and whatnot for being on this committee, that committee, additional stipends for being on the board of this, that, and the other, or being uh, on a chair of that and the next thing. And then, right, put out a book make the media run, sell the book. Like, they're all so individually rich, they're not incentivized to care. You know, like, as climate change rages on, the price of things won't matter to them. 
There won't be rolling blackouts where they live. They'll probably all own multiple backup generators any darn way. They're a taken care of class of sub royalty. Wine Cellar Media dot Happy Thursday.